Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or as always, head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. We've got a big show tonight. We're going to have on BB Diamond once again. She's going to Uh, talk crime with us and some of the other issues going on in society. But before we get to that, you know, Rob, we're up on about a year and a half on America Out Loud. We've been on this platform for about 18 months now. And I'm asked a lot uh, when we're out promoting the show, how did you and Rob get to know each other? And we actually got to know each other kind of on a whim. We just uh, both followed each other on Twitter through uh, our social media. We followed a lot of the same things, President Trump and whatnot. And uh, eventually I invited him to uh, do a show with us and come right on our website at the time. And he agreed. This was about four years ago. And uh, I didn't really know Rob at all at the time when I asked, but I enjoyed his writings. And I had seen a video that he posted of a hat and it was a MAGA hat. And he was just explaining basically how the power of the MAGA hat has just made the left completely unhinged. And uh, particularly him being a black man wearing the hat um, caused a lot of reactions. I thought that was very interesting. Anyways, moving forward, Rob and I started podcasting. And uh, yeah, we've had quite the run, I'd say. We started off on YouTube, moved over to uh, Periscope for quite some time where we gained quite the following. We actually had around 80,000 viewers per episode at one time on Periscope. But then we got kicked off of Twitter. So obviously uh, Periscope was no longer an option and we're fortunate enough to end up here on America Out Loud. And it's been a great run. Uh, Rob recently has appeared on One American News. Um, We've both been cited in several publications. Uh, We have on journalist Heather Robinson, B.B. Diamond, a regular guest all the time. We appreciate them. And uh, yeah, I'm happy with our 18-month run on America Out Loud. Rob and I have been podcasting together for about four years. It's crazy it's been that long. But uh, yeah, it's been a great time. Rob, what do you think of our uh, 18 months on America Out Loud? Andrew, I got to say, I didn't expect you to go that direction. I really hadn't thought how long we had been on the air, uh, on the podcast, like you said, 18 months. I know that you and I, we've known each other. I feel like I've known you for a lifetime. Uh, But as you said, uh, four years and how we met on Twitter. And that is a question that we get often. And a lot of times people think that we're sitting side by side doing the podcast, but we're not. I'm in New York and you're in Illinois. And but the rapport that we have, the the synergies, the energy, it, it, it flows. And we're able to come together and put together a great program, albeit we're in different states. And as you said, we've had numerous guests to come on the show, some of the individuals that we encountered when we were on Twitter and Periscope before they decided that our voices was a bit too much for them to handle. And I guess this had started, what we were saying was resonating with a lot of the readers of Twitter. I I find it interesting because as you said, between the the two of us, we had almost like 100,000 and counting followers. And I never viewed myself as being a prominent voice. I just said, okay, this is a little voice. Hopefully someone is hearing. 
but apparently it was resonating and people did not like that. So they had to shut us down, but never fear. We weren't going to give up. We we're going to continue to move forward. And by being on that, like you said, we met so many people. Uh, we have on tonight with us B.B. Diamond. I'd known B.B. from uh, other, uh, another venue, but she too had a passion for the country and wanted to make certain that our country isn't destroyed. She and Barbara from Harlem, whose podcast and Facebook live that she appears on, uh, giving her uh, commentary, which is extremely insightful. And we've had her on here before, and we're bringing her back. And I've got to say also, she was canceled from Twitter. Now, they tried to cancel her voice, but they could not cancel her. And that's one of the things that we like about her, because she's determined, she and Barbara from Harlem, to keep it going, to keep things going, to set the record straight, and to tell people to wake up. And when you look at it from a biblical standpoint, that was the same thing that was happening in the Bible. You look back in the days of Noah when he was trying to warn the people. Now, by no means am I trying to compare us to Noah or any of the biblical individuals in the Bible. But when you look at the message that we're trying to put forth and we're trying to tell people, wake up, okay, because what you're seeing and what they're telling you isn't exactly the truth. And one of the things that I have always said is that people get stuck and hung on the messenger as opposed to listening to the message. Because when you look at the Bible, God used so many different people to get his message across because the people who thought that they could do it because they were the eloquent speakers or they had all the money, they couldn't get it across. And we see that today. We see that's happening today. People are so stuck on style and this is how we want our leaders to look. And when you really dig through this, look at the surface of it, it's like, that's it. That person is just on the surface because they're not giving us anything else but a bunch of lies. You want someone who's going to tell you, oh, I love you. But then when you go home, they're beating you up as opposed to someone who's going to say, this is the way it is. The relationship is over. You go your way. I'm going to go my way. But I'm going to make certain that we play fair, that I do you fair and you do me fair. But we've lost that. We have completely lost it. And you look at the dynamics that's in the White House right now. It, it, it makes, I shake my head. It's sad as to what we see. And as we said on last night's show, the media won't hold anyone accountable, anyone in this administration, but they'll want to hold everyone else accountable. And one of the things that I find interesting is how they want to say that the right, they're extremist, and that they're violent, and that they want to tear down the country. And what do they use as a site source? Oh, Jan 6. Like, what? Jan 6? And you guys know my thoughts about Jan 6. I don't have to go into it, but I will. It's a silly college board prank that went kind of awry, but hey, it happened. But when you look at the violence in our cities, when you look at the violence from 2020 and 2021, and even up until today, but when I say 2020 and 2021, I'm talking about the riots that just like took over a lot of our cities. And for what? Oh, for George Floyd. Give me a break. It wasn't because of George Floyd. It was because people wanted to take over. They saw an opportunity because everyone was locked inside because of the COVID fear. So this was the opportunity for them to go out and protest in the street and tell everyone else to stay inside. You better be careful. 
But what about those people that were protesting? They weren't supposed to be careful, but they continue doing what they're doing. And look at where we are today, all around us. Defund the police, defund the police. Well, they defunded the police, they got rid of the police, and look at the violence that has encapsulated a lot of our cities. So B.B. Diamond is on tonight, as I said. We've had her on on numerous occasions. But we want her to just really explain what, what she's seeing out there, the violence, the criminal activity on a daily basis. I mean, they want to look at Jan 6, but we can just look, you wake up every day, someone's being killed. And why? Who's going to march in the streets for them? Who's going to give their families millions of dollars because their loved ones aren't coming back? Babies are being killed, as Lakeisha, as Keisha Bottoms, Lance Bottoms once said when she was a mayor of Atlanta. She's now sitting at the Biden White House. She failed as a mayor, and now Biden is going to reward her for a position in his White House. Well, his White House is a failure. But I digress on that part. But she even said, babies, you're killing babies, innocent babies. Well, look at Chicago. Every weekend, people are being shot down, killed. And the only thing Barack Obama can talk about is this extremist arm of MAGA. And people are so clueless that they buy it. They listen to what he's saying, as opposed to saying, wait a minute, Barack, you're from Chicago. Why aren't you and Michelle out in the streets trying to curtail violence, gang violence? Why, why aren't you? but they won't. So again, B.B. Diamond is on with us tonight to share her story and to talk to us about what she's seeing and what's happening in a lot of our major cities. B.B. Diamond, how are you tonight? I'm well, and I thank you and Andrew for having me on once again. It's an honor. Um, I want to start off by saying the murder of an EMT worker, female EMT worker in New York City uh, just really captures that the city is out of control. New York City can't go on like this. And Eric Adams is turning into a worse mayor than de Blasio. We have got to get this under control. Chicago, nightly shootings. Uh, uh, recently, a child was murdered. I think the other day, shot in the crossfire in Chicago, Atlanta. San Francisco, Baltimore, and the list goes on and on and on. The Democrats are running and ruining some of, the, some of the greatest cities in this nation, including Philadelphia. But the Democrats don't want to talk about the crime. The, the, it's spiraling out of control for a couple of reasons, one of which you have George Soros-sponsored district attorneys who are letting criminals back out on the street. This is outrageous. And this is why we must vote straight Republican in November. And one other quick point, and we can go over this more in detail. The Democrats are not addressing the black on black violence. And that's what's behind a lot of shootings in Chicago. They will not address it. They want to obsess over January 6th or obsess over a mass shooting but the daily shooting of black men goes unnoticed or ignored. Thank you. Well, it goes unnoticed and ignored, uh, BB, for the simple fact that when you look at San Francisco, who is the mayor of San Francisco? London Bree, a black woman. New Orleans, the uh, murder capital of the world now. Who is the mayor? Latoya Cantrell. New York City, who is the mayor? Eric Adams. 
the mayor of Atlanta was Keisha Bottoms, but she decided to step down. And now they have Andre Dick Dickinson, another black man, who's the mayor of DC, Muriel Browser, who is the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot. Now there are other mayors in other small towns that are black mayors, but it's the same result. But if you think back, back in the day, during the 70s, and you had a lot of people screaming out black people and of course white liberals saying, well, we need black people, we need to change the face because black people understand the problems. It's affecting them in their neighborhoods. Well, if that's the case, I just mentioned a couple of cities, not a couple, but a few cities that are headed by blacks, black men and black women. Now we're told right now that the black woman, that's where it is. You know, give her an opportunity to do it and she's going to solve it all. Well, London Bree hasn't solved the problem in San Francisco. Latoya Cantrell hasn't solved it in New Orleans. And Muriel Browser sure as hell hasn't solved it in D.C. So what are we waiting for? Lori Lightfoot, forget about it. She's busy creating more segregation in the city. So what is the problem here? You guys have been given an opportunity. You're failing us. Eric Adams, he's busy looking at the nightlife and trying to be hip and woke and cool and dress in his five-piece suit. And everyone can say, oh, he looks really nice in a suit. Okay, well, the people that are dying, they look nice in their death suits as well. But I don't see anyone talking about it. The other day, a woman was beaten. We spoke about this on our show the other night. Elizabeth Gomez, beaten in a subway, beaten to a pulp. I'm surprised the woman is still alive. The media won't say anything about it. Oh, there's crime. But then they'll say, well, the crime isn't the way it used to be. It's, it's not that bad. When I hear people say that, well, it's not that bad. Well, back in the 60s, okay, that was a 60s crime. We're now talking about the crime in 2000. It's bad. It's very bad. And it should not be at that level. But yet and still, here we are, BB. Here we are, Andrew. And why? Biden, Team Biden, they're saying, oh, don't worry about it. And then when you have Black people who will sit there and say, well, I can't vote for a Republican because they're racist. Okay, let's say that they're racist. I'd rather have a racist at the helm who's going to protect me than to have someone who's saying that they love me and they're actually racist and they're not protecting me. Go figure. But see, we're stuck on this. Well, no, because they, they, they look like they're racist. Well, does Joe Biden look like he's a racist, although he is? Well, no, he's going to do. He hasn't done anything for you. Look at the crime. Look all around you. And as BB said, black men consistently. But we want to let them out because we want diversity. BB, what are your thoughts on this whole diversity, letting them out with no cash bail? Well, I think it's outrageous. And it, it, has, dead, it has had deadly consequences. I mean, there are victims not only here, but in other locations where you have George Soros sponsored district attorneys and the, the easy on uh, letting them out cash bail, which Illinois just implemented or will implement shortly. It has impacted the black and Hispanic communities, the poor communities, the worst, the most. And yet they want to project like they're helping us. They are hurting us. They are killing us. And I just want to say something very briefly. Barack Obama is like the snake oilsman or the used car salesman. He'll give you all this, this, this BS. 
He'll build you up and it's all lies. Whereas Donald Trump is like the doctor who will tell you straight up what the problem is, what your prognosis is, so you can face it and deal with it. I'd rather have Donald Trump who's gonna speak the truth. And the fact of the matter is, what has been unspoken in these situations is most of the perpetrators are black men, but they don't wanna say that because the root cause of it is the broken home, not the white man. And when they talk about equity and diversity, what that says to me in my experience is that they wanna demonize white people well, white people aren't the problem. It's the broken and dysfunctional home which bleeds out into the wider community. That's the problem. Yeah, this criminal justice reform in New York and San Francisco and other places has been a complete disaster. And as DBB mentioned, it's coming to the entire state of Illinois. It's the first state to sign it statewide, uh, this no-cash bond. And Governor Pritt actually had the nerve to come out and say, oh, this is so our communities will be safer. This is so when a, a murderer gets locked up, he won't be able to bail himself out of jail. Or when a rapist goes to jail, he won't be able to bail himself out. But he does not mention all the other crimes that people will just get out um, pretty much the next day. I mean, you see that in New York City. I saw uh, something happen last week where a lady was walking in the subway and she got viciously attacked. And apparently the guy who attacked her had committed murder back in the 90s. And this guy was out running the streets. So uh, they're... Um, they have no credibility with what they're saying. Uh, you're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. often ask me, Malcolm, how do we fight the corruption? Robert Frost has said it best, freedom lies in being bold. Well, for six incredible years, bold is America out loud. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulpidone iodine-based nasal spray, Cofix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple. By attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. 
Check out the CopixRx banner ad on AmericaOutloud.com and save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD. Starting back up with crime, because to me, and in my opinion, and I think Andrew, you and BB will agree, is that I think that is one of the winning platforms that Republicans could win this election on is talking about the crime. Because as we said, every night, that's all you see on the, the nightly news. Someone is being killed. Someone is being attacked. Someone is being beaten up. And it's unfortunate that the perpetrator in most instances is a black male. Now, we know that the EMT worker, I don't know, the perpetrator looked like he was of a either uh, Hispanic descent or uh, Asian descent, but that worker should not be dead right now. She should be alive. What in the heck happened? No one is saying anything about D.A. Bragg. Lee Zeldin has said day one, when he's elected, he will fire D.A. Bragg. Kathy Holcher, she won't do it because she's afraid of the black people. I would fire him and say, don't let the, the doorknob hit you on the butt. Get out. And Letitia James, she's another one. We, and you don't hear about her opponent because the media won't bring it up. They won't say anything about it. I didn't even know she had an opponent, BB. But she's another one. She's busy going after Donald Trump as opposed to going after the criminals in a lot of these neighborhoods. She does not care. That woman is a disgrace. How she got to that position is beyond my realm of thinking. But oh, well, actually I know how she got there because she's a black woman. And they were told, you gotta vote black. If you don't, you're, price, you're prejudiced, you're racist. I'm like, are you serious? How are these people able to get to that point, that position, with all the failures that they have, they have done, there is no accomplishment, they've done nothing of substance, but yet until she's there, Michael Henry, he's going against her. Get out and vote, because as I said before, your life depends upon it. And we will talk about criminal activity, we will talk about the violence up until the election, until someone does something about it. B.B. Diamond, what do you say? This is outrageous. I, I'm very upset. It impacts me personally. Um, what enrages me, and I want to go back to pers a person like Governor Pritzker of Illinois and Mayor Eric Adams of New York City and others. These are people who don't put the put support behind the police to do their jobs, right? But they're surrounded by a security force. They're leaving the average New Yorker or Illinoisan or however you say it, vulnerable, a person in San Francisco, but they have protection. They don't care. I, I really wish people, particularly Black and Hispanic and overall just working class and, and uh, poor Americans understand this. Get this, please. The Democrats don't give a darn about you, okay? They don't care about you. You're just an ATM machine to fund their pet projects, including letting illegals come into this country. They don't care about protecting the inner cities in Baltimore, in New Orleans, in Harlem. They don't care, it's about power. That's what the Democrats are about. And if the gurus above, who the head of the cabal like 
Obama, Hillary Clinton, George Soros says we want we want to have a revolving door around crime. Go easy on crime. We want to defund the police. Well, you have Democrats who are backing that up, running major cities like Philadelphia, New York City, and we, the citizens, are like sitting ducks and are expected to give up our Second Amendment right, which we will not do because we are vulnerable. This is outrageous, and I pray, and I'm praying that the Republicans have a sweep on November 8th, 2022. We must, for the sake of our neighborhoods, vote straight Republicans because the Democrats have no good intentions at this point. Thank you. You're right. It's time to stand up and be strong. We have tried it their way, their way being the Democrat way. We have tried with the loosey-goosey laws. We have tried with the cash bailless and no bails. We've tried it all, trying to get for diversity purposes because there are too many black men in jail. There aren't enough white men in jail. I guess we need to go out and round up some white men and say, okay, you committed this crime, go to jail. But see, what people fail to realize is that where we are now is a pivotal moment. This is the reason why you have more black men in jail. Well, some will say, well, they were there uh, when they shouldn't have been there. They were accused erroneously or they were there because they committed a small little crime and they were thrown in jail. Okay, now let's take a look at this. Look at all the crime that's around us. How do you solve it? Well, what will happen is that Republicans hopefully will take on, will get into power, and then they will say, okay, all these crimes that are being committed right now, uh-uh, you commit the crime, you do the time. So all these black men that are running around thinking that no one's going to get us, your day is coming. Then you're thrown in jail. Then people want to say, well, why are there so many black people in jail? Well, it's because they committed the crime and they got caught. Look at, you see on the news, these little kids going into convenience stores, black kids, Hispanic kids, tearing stuff up. Where are the parents? You mean to tell me you can't identify those kids and then go to the parents and say, Mr. Mom, Mr. Dad, what, what's going on here? But they can go out of their way to look for the Jan 6 protesters because we have got to just bring down the law on them for one event. Meanwhile, these other people are tearing up our cities. People are afraid to go out at night. Chicago, New York. Now, just going back to Pennsylvania, the DA there, Krasner, he would have you to believe that, oh, the, uh, I saw him give an interview the other day and he was saying that crime is only up in these red states. And I thought, what is he talking about? And people, yeah, that's right, in red states, that's where the crime is up. Because they, got, they have their governors are Republicans. Okay, let's say that's true. But when you start looking at the cities within those red states, a different ball game onto itself. Because it is those cities where the crime has just like, completely went out of control. Even our nation's capital, as I mentioned earlier, Muriel Browser, failure. Now, when she steps down, of course, some Democrat will give her some highfalutin position. And for what? She failed. Keisha Bottoms failed. Why is she on, on TV giving commentary? She failed. Look at the mayor of South Bend, Poot Buttigieg. Why is he the Secretary of Transportation when he failed the citizens of South Bend? 
they even came out when he was running for the president and they said, he's a failure. We don't like him. And you know what the media did? They shut them out, took the mics from them, took away their voices because they wanted you to think that the people loved him. And you know why? Because it was predominantly black people. And they didn't want you to associate, oh, black people don't like the gay mayor. We got to shut them down. So they completely took away their voices, which is what will happen if this man decides to run for the president. They'll take away all the voices that are saying, nope, this is not a good guy. This is not a good guy. Which is what has been happening all along in many of these cities where the crime is just bursting at the seams. Now, what you bet, BB and Andrew, let me set this up first. What you Sorry. bet, if this was a white man who committed a crime, if this was a white man who had beat the pulp out of the woman in the subway station, Don Lemon, Joy Behar, Joy Reed, Sonny Hostin, who's not going by her real name, they would be all over it, telling us about the scary white man who's the booger bear. Go ahead, BB, your commentary. You know, thanks for mentioning that, Rob. It's because they have lowered the expectations for Black people. Black men are shooting each other every, every day, almost every day, in the inner cities of New Orleans, Brooklyn, Chicago in particular, and other areas, Newark, Irvington, Patterson, and yet there's silence from the media. They act as if the epidemic of Black-on-Black -black crime doesn't exist, and it does. The root cause is broken and dysfunctional homes. Most of the men, I don't have a statistic handy, but I will have it on the next broadcast, in prison were, were raised without a father and many of them are illiterate, but that's not being addressed. It's, it's, it's being ignored. If the perpetrators were white, it would be a totally different story. You have packs of black and Hispanic children going into Wawa, going into different businesses and bodegas and tearing up the place, ripping it apart. And really, you almost get a media blackout. But had it been white kids, they would have called the kids white supremacists. The media, we will not get the truth out of this media. We will not get the truth from the Democratic Party, the left, period. But most of the crime in these inner cities, in our major cities, are being committed by Black men. That's just a fact. But if you state that fact, you're called a racist. No, that's the truth. And in order for us to start healing and to start tackling this crime, we must speak the truth. We need someone like Rudy Giuliani, who made New York City the largest safest city in America. We need Republicans. And that's the bottom line. Thank you. These Democrats have brought nothing but lawlessness, hate, strife, segregation, segregation, and division to a lot of our cities. We did not have this before these guys took power. And now they want to hide and say, oh, it wasn't us. Oh, we're for law and order. We're for the police. Any police union out there supporting a Democrat, you're doing so at your own detriment. I mean, you're cutting your own head off. And why? Well, I just can't, I can't see myself voting for a Republican. Why, why is it? You can see yourself voting for someone who does not like you, who is allowing all this criminal activity to take place. I mean, as you mentioned, Andrew, I want you to go back over that, what's happening in Illinois, 
with this new bill that they're proposing. And we spoke about this on one of our other shows, but I want our listeners to understand exactly what they're either they're planning on doing it or have they passed this law, Andrew? It's passed. It goes into effect January 1st. And what exactly does it entail? Tell our listeners. Well, it's just basically like the same thing we see in New York and San Francisco, where it's no cash bond, um, things like robbery, second degree murder, um, other horrific crimes. You're basically, instead of having to pay cash or bond to get out, they just set you free until your trial, which to me, it's always like, uh, how many of these criminals actually show up for their trials um, for some of these horrific crimes because the penalties just are not there. And uh, these criminals are not being held responsible. And we've had mayors come out here in Illinois that are trying to sue the state. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We've got a governor's race in November. Hopefully it swings the tide. I'm not confident that it will. But uh, it, after this law takes effect, I think it will wake up more people that um, sending in Governor Pritzker for a second term is going to be a huge mistake. And I also heard that with, within the law that the, I think it was a mayor telling the citizens that if someone breaks in your house, don't call the police for something like that. It's like, what? No, don't, don't call the police. So what am I supposed to do? Just shoo them out? Say, right. hey, it- you get out of here? Everyone's saying it's going to be like The Purge, the entire state, the movie The Purge, where everyone's just out uh, breaking all the laws, doing whatever they want for a small period of time. But that's just going to be 24-7 in uh, the state of Illinois. So knowing this and seeing this, how is it that people would go to the polls and vote for Pritzker, vote for Kathy Hochul, vote for any of these radicals? I don't get it. I'm like, did we fall asleep somewhere? I mean, and some of these people told you, this is what I am going to do. And then a name that BB keeps bringing up, I want to bring up also is George Soros. Why hasn't he been investigated? Why hasn't the Department of Justice said, we need to look and see what this guy's doing? Why haven't the FBI gone in and raided his premises? Because as some of you didn't know, he is well known in the financial community. And he has been fined by the FEC and by many other uh, financial authorities for shady dealings. But yet and still, he's taking all of his money and he's supporting a lot of these radicals. So it begs the question, what about the right? The deep pockets on the right. Why aren't they countering that? Why aren't they going against that? Because there is money on the right. Why aren't they saying, look, this is how we're going to stop this? Ralph Ellison, Elliot, I think. Why isn't he coming out? Why aren't they doing something about this? Is it that they feel that, well, I'm safe. I have my billions and I can put my fence up. If this is what they want, so be it. But this is your country. Do you really want your country to go down like this? Why can't you stand up? I mean, I oftentimes think about that. I'm like, if I had all that money, I would say, no, George Soros might be doing what he's doing, but I can counter that. There is no reason why he should have been successful and funding all of these DAs and all of these large cities. Look at Kim Fox in Chicago. Jesse Summerlett, still running on the lane after what he did, the biggest hoax. I mean, one of the biggest hoaxes out there. Saying that MAGA people attacked him. And he's out. He was found guilty, but a liberal judge came in and said, well, no, let's let him out while he appeals his case. What? 
let him out? Okay, what about the Jan 6 people? Why is it that they have thrown them in jail and thrown away the key? And Dr. Carol Swan mentioned the other day on Facebook, she said that she accosted Bill Barr and said, Bill, to whom much is given, much is expected. What are you doing about those citizens? It doesn't matter as to how you, if you agree or not agree with what they did, but what's happening to them is wrong. Where's our justice system? Where is justice? Why won't justice call this out and say, we can't, these are, you guys are treating them like political prisoners because you don't like them. You don't like Trump, but they're not saying anything, Andrew. And I want to pick up on that on the other side of the break. Yeah, very well said, Rob. Let's just take a quick moment for a message from our sponsor, Healthy Cell. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell. It's the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we're so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell works at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. And you can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the variety of great products, read the reviews, and you can now save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. So go to HealthyCell.com, use the promo code OUTLOUD, and save 25% off your first order. You will not regret it. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew with special guest BB Daddy. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. So folks, we're at that moment of truth again, but we'll have to like end the broadcast, the last segment. But when we went to break, I was teasing, made a tease to what's happening to the Jan 6 protesters and how they're being mistreated. Again, I don't care how you look at this, what your thoughts are, if you thought they were wrong, right, or what have you. What's happening to them, I'm not going to even say in my mm. opinion, what's happening to them is wrong. It's completely wrong. It should not be happening, okay? They should be allowed to get, be treated fairly, 
and to have a good representation. But a lot of attorneys are afraid to even go near them. Why they're afraid? Because they're afraid of the left. They're afraid of the left will go and protest. They're afraid of losing their jobs with these big law firms. And that's sad. That should not be happening. Why isn't the media calling it out? Why isn't the media saying this should not be happening? Why isn't Barack Obama out saying this is America? We shouldn't do this in America. He's not going to say it because he knows that he was a horrible president and he wants to do all he can to demonize Trump because Trump was successful where Barack Obama wasn't. Regardless as to what you think about Trump and being bombastic and talking all the time and doing mean tweets and what have you, take all that away. Look at the man's record at what he did compared to the current resident in the White House compared to Obama, light years away. Right now, we're looking at a, pot a potential war with Russia. Who's going to fight the war? We have missed all of our military marks as far as recruitment. Who's going to fight it? Mark Miley's going to do it by himself? He's going to get some ragtag uh, army and say, hey, let's go in? But yet and still, they can focus on Jan 6. These are bad people. Meanwhile, you got people killing people on the streets and they're going walking off free. As Andrew said, look at Chicago, I mean, Illinois. Oh, no cash bail. Go ahead and come meet. Go back. We'll tell you when you can come to trial. Do you actually think these people are going to go in? Absolutely not. So how did we get here? Hey, the media's not going to hold anyone uh, accountable. They're hoping that you don't see what's happening. They're hoping that you're going to see everything through the prism of racism. And you're going to say, oh, it's OK for these people to com keep committing crimes. But it's not OK. And it's never OK. What do you say, B.B. Diamond? Well, you're 100 percent right. It's not OK. Um, and how the January 6th uh, prisoners are being treated is outrageous. Um, some of them haven't been outside for long periods of time. One prisoner was allegedly beaten to the point where he lost an eye. When the Republicans take over and there's a real investigation to January 6th, some of this is going to come out that the Capitol Police let them in. There was an FBI informant, Ray Epps. A lot of things are going to come out. And maybe, maybe, I'm not making the accusation yet, but some of the civil rights of the uh, January 6th prisoners have been violated. Now contrast that to the summer of 2020 when the city of Portland, Oregon and other areas were really held hostage by Antifa and BLM, the rioting, the protests, the murders, right? Ray Doran, a sheriff, a retired sheriff from the St. Louis area murdered. I mean, where was the Democratic Party then? Where was the committee uh, on, on investigating the summer of 2020. Where's the committee investigating the origins of COVID-19? All of this must be tackled by the incoming Republicans. And let me just say this, as a resident of inner city America, we welcome the police. We black people, most of us actually are law abiding, but, and we want the police. We want, the, we want them to refund the police. We don't want the police defunded, because the fact of the matter is the police is called to our communities almost more than any other communities in the United States. So we law-abiding Black Americans want police officers in our community. Thank you. You're right. We want the police in our community. And just as you were speaking, B.B., 
I just got a news flash that an MTA bus driver was slashed doing a beef with an irate passenger in Harlem. Now, do you think that person who did the slashing is going to go to jail? Probably not. Do you think that they're going to do their best to try and find that person? Probably not. Because they're too busy looking at people who are law-abiding citizens. They're busy trying to make certain that law-abiding citizens like parents who are against the radical education that they're trying to force on their kids. They want to make certain that they put them in jail. They want to make certain that the FBI is investigating them. This shouldn't be happening. And as you said, Black people are law-abiding citizens. We want the police. And many of our loved ones are on the police force. But yet, and still, the Democrats have told us that the police are bad. Look at what they've been doing. They've been killing you people. They've been doing this. They've been doing that. This is not the 60s. This is not the 50s. But they have you thinking that because they're feeding you a steady diet of lies, a steady diet that is you versus them. And then you look at the vice president, Kamala Harris, a disgrace. You look at her record in California. She wasn't liked at all amongst Black people, but somehow they decided to reinvent her and then force her down our throats by telling us, oh, she's the first Black. She'll be the first Black president. She could be the president. Never mind the fact that she put Black men in jail, withheld exculpatory information that could have gotten them out of jail. But see, they don't care about that now. You know why? Because they have turned many of the Black women against the Black man. And they've told the Black women, oh, you're the head of the household. You can do this all by yourself, and we're going to give you a job. So forget about what Kamala Harris did to the Black men. Look at how they're just turning people against each other. Look at what she did during the summer of 2020, 2021, where she was saying, hey, we need to fund, we need to uh, give to these different funds to get these people out of jail, although they've committed crimes. A lot of the individuals that committed criminal activity during the spring and summer of 2020, 2021, got the best defense compared to the Jan 6 protesters. Everyone is staying away from. Now, I heard that Trump has been trying to help a lot of them, providing them with money for their legal defense compared to these other individuals that are out on the lane committing all types of criminal activity. No one wants to say anything about it. As we opened up the show, and I mentioned the different mayors of all these cities, how is it that these individuals got to that high office? How did they do it? George Soros, money. Yep. And it makes no sense. How did they get there and have not performed the way they should have? Think of the amount of Americans that we have lost since Joe Biden and his regime have taken office. Innocent lives, innocent blood shed. Think of the teacher in Memphis, Tennessee, who was brutally killed. No one says anything about it. It's just an afterthought. Now, had it been a black woman killed by a white man, we'd still be talking about it. If they would be telling us how they're racist and they don't want to put him in jail. But a black man did that. Like I said, the black man who beat the woman up at New York City subway. She was on her way to work, JFK. 
could possibly lose both of her eyes. Who's going to protect her family? Who's going to take care of her family? I think back a couple of years ago when this one police officer was killed, she had three kids. And the oldest kid, I think, was getting ready to go to college. She had to stop and raise her siblings. No one said anything about that police officer who happened to be black. No one said anything about her. Many people don't even know what happened because the media, they're not concerned with it. They're more concerned with this diversity and letting people out because there's too many black people in jail. Well, why won't black people stop committing crimes? As you said, BB, why won't that happen? But no one thinks about that. They're only thinking about the diversity and they, they did this and we got to make certain that it's an even playing field. This diversity mess will destroy the country. It will destroy us as people. Like I said, the division, we have tried it their way. We have tried what the Democrats want begrudgingly, not because we wanted to, because we knew what was going to happen. We knew what the end result would be. Why aren't people saying, look at these mayors, they have failed. They have done absolutely nothing. Look at New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans had like somewhat, the murder capital had just like gone down. The murder rate had gone down. Now it's back up. Right. Look at New York City. It was safe for over 20 years through uh, Giuliani, uh, Bloomberg, and even for the first year or two at de Blasio, it was safe until uh, he completely screwed things up. And uh, with what we've been talking about all show long, we're talking about the crime, but if you look at other things like uh, the foreign policy, uh, the economy, uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats are an absolute disaster. And I'm feeling an absolute beatdown in November. I do not believe these polls that the media is currently coming out with. I think J.D. Vance is going to mop the floor with Tim Ryan in Ohio. I think Dr. Oz is going to beat Fetterman. Have you guys seen this Fetterman talk? This guy can't even put together a complete sentence. He is even more incompetent, I think, than Joe Biden. I mean, it's an embarrassment when this guy opens his mouth. Uh, he sounds like he's suffering from mental issues, and that's because he is. The guy just suffered a stroke. And I think Herschel Walker is going to beat that uh, fake preacher down there in Georgia uh, I think Republicans are going to end up with 53, maybe 54 Senate seats, and we're going to take the House back in a big majority. And then uh, the we will hold the Republicans accountable to start cleaning up this mess, hold Joe Biden and the Democrats accountable for the hell that they have put America through these past four years, even six years, if you go back to when Trump was in office, um, then completely oversticking their boundaries. Uh, Bibi, what do you think? No, you're absolutely right. The Republicans must hit the ground running. Um, the B Biden, and see, this is deliberate, right? This is deliberate, putting Americans second or third behind illegals, behind the Taliban, behind the, by the, behind the Chinese Communist Party, and so on and, for, and so on, behind the Ukrainians, while you have homeless veterans, you have senior citizens who can't afford, who struggle to pay for medicine and food and rent. Uh, we're second and third and fourth on the list. They have put us back. So the Republicans have to hit the ground running. We must have an America first coalition in the House and the Senate. We must be in the majority to turn this ship around. And it will really be turned around when Trump or DeSantis, but I believe it will be Trump, wins in 2024. And this is beyond party. But right now we have to identify the parties. 
The Democrats have been devastating for this country. So in my opinion, gentlemen, it's either the Democrats or America. You choose. I choose America. Thank you. That's powerful. The Democrats or America. And that's spot on. And I have been alluding to that for the past couple of shows. I mean, the, the compare and contrast and the choice is obvious. You either want to live or you want to die. You either want to save the country or you don't want to save the country. It's plain and simple. And if you choose to live, if you want to live, if you want to save the country, if you want to say, hey, I am an American and I believe in American values, we need to shut the border, then you cannot vote Democrat. If you are a Christian, I'm not going to even say a true Christian, but if you are a Christian, if you are a religious person, you are a believer of Christ, whatever religion you want to say you believe in, you cannot vote for Democrats because they are against all of it. They are against science. They are for, against everything that we know to be true. They're telling you that it is not true. And why? Because of their political ideology. And they want you to suspend what is right. Suspend what we know, what we have always known, and to believe what they're saying. This is directly from the Marxist handbook from Mao, the Bolsheviks, and all these other radical leaders that have failed. That's what they want you to believe. And some will say, well, how do you know it's not going to work? You never tried it. Oh, no, we don't have to try it. We see it. We see Venezuela. So as you said, Andrew, all these poll numbers would, oh, no, they, the, Demer, the Republicans, they're struggling and they're this and they're that. Well, I do believe that they are cheating. They're lying with the polls. And if they say that we did win, they cheated. No one in their right mind, I would like to think, would vote for criminal activity, would vote to choose to die. Because that's what will happen, plain and simple. You will die. You or someone in your family. Oh, don't scare us. I'm not scaring you. I'm just speaking truth to power. This is a fact. You will get killed. Someone that you know will die. Someone that you know will be met with violence if we continue down this road. If you vote for a Democrat, this is what will happen. Again, you look at the mayors of these major cities. So all this diversity stuff, throw it out the window. It does not work. It never will work. It can't work. You must vote for the best qualified candidate because everything else is a waste. You either want to be an American, you want to live, or you want to die, plain and simple. Very well said, Robin Peavy. We need to get our cities back and our states back and then take our country back. It's all connected to each other and each uh, branch of government is so important. So uh, it's important to get out there and vote. I believe we'll see a red wave in November, but uh, it'll only happen if uh, the rest of the base is as enthusiastic as um, us on this show. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.